everybody, and welcome to another game of Fuck Your Heart! Welcome to Bugbear High, an actual Pathfinder play podcast where we actually play Pathfinder podcast. Joining four kids from our no world way. on a student exchange program to a new world of magic, adventure, and puberty. And puberty. Hey. puberty. Puberty. Right. We play this the Kardashian way, which is very loose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ooh, um, there you go. Well, hello, everybody. Glad to be joining you all today. I have a fun thing to say. Actually, I, I can't take it. I got to give John the credit for it. John, you recognize something about today's yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, guess what today is? Christmas. Well, today, the day <laughs> Better. That this episode releases just so happens Christmas. to be the one-year anniversary of freaking Bugbear High. Oh, I was looking. I was looking oh. at our posting schedule, and I'm oh, like, "Baby's growing up. What the heck? We're gonna be having We're recorded and releasing episodes for a year now, and I'm wow. so pumped, y'all. Yes. So, Did you guys think we'd make it a year? Did you think? No, but I am possible? feeling the labor. <laughs> 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 I. I feel like I've been working really hard on something. Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) Well, we've been recording for what now? Two and a half years? So, yeah, something. The fact that we're still going after two and a half years and we've been releasing for one year is uh, pretty good. This is a, it has longevity. We're gonna, we're gonna have to start thinking about this kid's college fund. Yep. Yep. Which one? Bugbear we have University. Four. Ooh, what <laughs> does Bugbear <laughs> College look like? Whatever. Yeah, it's definitely not University. It's Bugbear <laughs> Community College for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, and then this officially just becomes a fantasy-themed hey. series, which would be so good. Just be. <laughs> it'd be uh, it's still. That would Bugbear College. Chad would probably be Piers. Um, I love it. Bugbear Community, sure. but everybody still calls it BU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who would like each it. one of us be? Is uh, better than Bugbear State? Then we'd be BS. Yeah, there you go. I think Chad. Well, you would know be how, either how Harvard, or Brita. <laughs> you know how Harvard, uh, Harvard, Harvard University literally says that BU is like the community college of the area. You know, yeah. when it comes to the level of intelligence versus, you, you know what? I mean. yeah. So like, I think Cambino like, is pr- pretty solidly Abed. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah that's, that's pretty good. I don't know. Can he could possibly be an Abed, like secretly yeah, very skilled, but very much at first glance. I feel like Kenny could also um, be Troy. John, John's probably Annie. Uh, yeah, Kenny, yeah, we're saying you're Ben Chang with the Batman complex. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's. Yep, some senior Chang energy Nathan's for sure. Definitely Annie, one hundred percent. Yep, Missy's probably Jeff. Um, it seems about right. I th- well, no, she's too involved to be Jeff. She, she cares too more, much to be Jeff. More Brita. Yeah. Is Kenny yeah. Jeff, or is is Mitch uh, Jeff? No, I think if we're talking main cast, Kenny's probably most mostly in Abed. That seems about right. Okay. Then. Probably, yeah. probably. Yep. Which. Um, Maybe maybe Hambino is sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd yeah, be amazing. Uh, at anyway. this point, I will take anything yeah. I'm given. Yeah. 
Yep. So uh, anyways, that's an exciting thing. So as our icebreaker today, I want to go around and my question today for the player and maybe also for the character, I guess probably mostly the player, what has been your favorite character moment in the show so far? Now that we've done all these episodes, there's been a lot of crazy moments going all the way back to the slowdown yeah. showdown to the courtyard, you know, like all those when we, things. When we met from Kenny the party, poking to... the ground with a stick. Yep. <laughs> um, all those things. What has been your kind of favorite character moment in the story so far? And let's begin with John What's Barlow. Up, y'all? You all probably know me at this point. My name is John Barlow, and I play the. <laughs> The uh, I was gonna say friendly neighborhood nihilist, but that's not me. I'm the socially clueless no. genius and mages. It's just Chad. Yours is the most is exactly memorable. what a socially clueless person would say. Yeah, I'm your unfriendly neighborhood. Your, nihilist. your nerdy neighborhood nihilist. Hey, I got Carl And uh, honestly, I think over the past year of episodes, my favorite moment was that insanely emotional moment when Nathan is at the door trying to get Marissa out of the house right after the fight with mm-hmm. Snyder. Like, Are all of our favorite moments going to be Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, Mine is party not, was pretty awesome. that was so good. And then it's either that one because honestly, I personally was close to crying at that moment. That was crazy. And yeah. then uh, the other dope moment was when Nathan just freaking killed the cyclops that that was fantastic that was pretty I, sick. I enjoyed that quite a bit yeah it was so yeah. yeah that's that's nathan very cool nice all right cody martin what's up y'all my name is cody martin i'm playing the character of frederick marion hambino and nice. um yeah i you know it's really tough man i love this show so much and i need to i need some quick clarification danny does it have to be my character or does it have or can it just be any moment in the show i mean you could do any moment but i mean i think it's fun just to make sure every character's got their moment like what was hambino's crown achievement or shining moment or just funniest moment in the show so far i think my favorite moment was being able to say whatever i want at the party (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was, uh, Walter, uh, yeah, that was very good. What's up? My name's Pitney. My name's yeah. Ambino. I love your breasts. <laughs> I like yours too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was good. fantastic. If it were, uh, if it, I love if it were, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I love that. I was going to say the other thing that comes to mind is Hambino's bad trip and detention in the first. Yes. Second. Oh, that yeah. one was also You're about amazing. to say. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. also very good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be my favorite Hambino moment. Uh, Am yep. I being loud? Uh, Am I? <laughs> so love it. Uh, no, seriously though, um, if it were non, if it were not Hambino, I think my favorite part of the show was the branch manager oh position. Oh my god! And it was when. When uh, when when Kenny slash Titus uh, was pulling the moves on the uh, knowledge nature <laughs> professor, professor, yep. um, yeah, yeah, that was probably my, yeah. and, and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like what was going on was funny. It was it was what was being yeah. said that made it yeah. so funny and so enjoyable. And I I literally yeah. did nothing that entire you know that entire stretch. I don't think I was even present for that moment. But, yeah. Oh, it was so funny. That was that was an enjoyable moment, at least of season two for for me. Yeah, it was. Yep, very good. 
Yeah, tensions were high. Yeah. All right, Chad Martin. So are some other things. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am Chad. I play the role of Mitch Yeager, your friendly neighborhood nihilist and witch former warlock. Hey. Um, but to answer the question, I think, I mean, definitively, my favorite moment in the show overall aside from mitch was uh the halloween episode where kenny found the blood <laughs> yeah yeah that, that whole room was just so funny between being being on hold with the deity cat hotline it yep. was just gold Gosh. i love it uh, so wait so now what am i gonna say is my favorite thing because that was yours as well because that was mine yeah. <laughs> sorry man but yep. Honestly, I mean, as far as Mitch's go, it was probably it's a, it is a party thing to where it was like once he, he took Nathan's yeah. snot shot for him and it completely reversed on the polar opposite end of him <laughs> yeah. taking one. And so he had no fear of consequences yep. and was extraordinarily <laughs> charming. And it was just the most amazing mix. Yep. So good. So good. Um, nice. Kenny. Yeah, um, I am Kenny, and I play uh, Kenny the Undecided, adorably sadistic prepubescent orc rogue. Um, <clears throat> and for sure, that was my favorite moment <laughs> with Kenny. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, just, um, yeah, well, it was completely unexpected. Yeah. Um, and it and it came Including out of a... by me, most of all, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't I yeah I didn't intend to to push you there. I think it was just like <laughs> I, we were just talking, and the words that came out it was like it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was probably my favorite. Like um, Kenny decides to pray, and maybe something needs to hap- happen with that, the, like a cleric kind of yeah. thing. Maybe <laughs> one some of us dies to happen, like a cleric of Yatsen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you go. A cleric of Yatsen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that is in a a one off. So if uh, any listeners here on the the main game, um, yeah, the Halloween one off, the Lucid Parlor, or not the Lucid yeah. Parlor, the uh, the Night of the Haunted. Fun Dead. Oh, Night of yeah, the Fun, fun Dead. Dead. Yeah, we still Night need to release the Lucid Parlor. That yeah, one was fantastic. That was good too. Uh, yes. yeah. For those of you who haven't uh, listened to Night of the Fun Dead, that is a uh, bonus episode on our Patreon. Oh yeah. And we're releasing yep. more oh, soon. Yeah. Go check. We it also out. released the uncut yep. versions yeah. of this, so you can hear us before we click record or clap, and you can hear all the shenanigans yep. we yeah. say before, before I do any work. You'll get to hear all of the uncut nonsense. Oh we yeah, talk about. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So I think my favorite main game. Well, maybe not my all-time favorite, but the thing that's sticking out to me right now as I'm talking is. Um, when we kind of first meet Kenny and he's got the yeah. dire rat in the bag, yeah. Yeah. that is not my bag. <laughs> um, that was that, that, I mean, totally, I, I had no idea what I was saying until I was saying it. I think at that point, yeah, pure um, improv. Yeah, pure improv. And, uh, and just to have the dire rat theme throughout the thing and figure out whose locker it is. And then it's Marissa Dupree. And yep. anyway, so it was, yeah. I, I, I just love that. That was very fun. Yep. And I so uh, am your I am your game master, Danny Hockstetter, and my goodness, I have so many fond memories of this show. I've just <laughs> truly the amount of just like 
buckled over belly oh, laughs yeah. we had are just too many to count. <laughs> like just off the top of my head, like I, so like going to very recent Kenny's birth story uh, with with uh, Kendra yeah. and and Kenny's dad and the whole cinematic of him being born and the tragedy of that and the all that was just so cool. Like that was really fun. But then all the way back to Kenny's first death, the first time he died, and then you guys <laughs> oh, yeah. transport him home, blew him up, talked about planting Kenny trees, and then yeah. it worked. Uh, <laughs> and that that was planned ahead of time still blows my mind. Um, there's things like uh, still, I think one of my favorite things that I've done as a GM so far was have at the end of season one when you're going back to your room and you see sweeps getting escorted out of the building. Oh my god! <laughs> sleeping on the job. Oh. That was so dark. I loved that so much. Just like pulling the guilt trip on making a pretty normal decision, but just like your actions have consequences, Morgan. (laughs) That was so funny. And then Cody going in clutch, renaming the next one as Swiffer. That was perfect. (laughs) Um, I love, I love that the party when uh, you're trying to replace uh, Marissa as the guard, and you slot in Magnifico. And you know, it's like you can't go upstairs unless you got like a super important reason. I am the super important reason. Okay, <laughs> get on up there. <laughs> uh, just, was that so was such good. a great switch. That was an amazing play on your end. I love uh, Chad in the locker again when he pops out of the locker, and you know, the first time he does human tricks, and he walks off, grabs someone's hand, and high fives it. <laughs> yes, off, skipping yes. off down the hall, walking like Mickey Mouse. Oh, y'all, I love this show it. so then, much. Uh, I know. I love Sledge's betrayal. Like, I love the whole thing about, like, you rope Sledge into a bad plan to get some alcohol, and then he just, like, barrels Kenny while yeah. Mitch is off sweet-talking Chomsky. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, like, that was just such a great little plot twist by Sledge. Like, that Have you ever been great. on the inside of a barrel? <laughs> yeah. Did you see which way he went? Did you see have which you, way he went? Have, have you ever been inside of a barrel? Even, like, the whole last thing, too. Even, like, just because of some bad roles, we wind up in a therapy session. Oh, that was so- I love. I still think it's so funny that Hannah as Kendra uh, commits Heather to be a bridesmaid. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's still so funny to me. Like, just my goodness, the stuff that comes out of the show is just spectacular. So I'm, oh, man. I'm very much enjoying this show. I hope you are as well, listeners. They, they I'm telling you, man, I'm going to listen to this show until the day I die. Oh, yeah. Not even 100%. Kidding. <laughs> yep. It's pretty great. It's very fun. That is delightfully so. narcissistic of you. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, you know what? I, I'm okay with it. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of how much this show is great, we are excited to continue bringing you great content, telling great stories. Uh, we are nearing the end of season what? two. What? Um, we don't really have like I'm just trying to like as far as how seasons work like I'm just trying to think of like a narrative arc that kind of begins and ends and kind of has some sort of finality to it um, so it feels like we are working our way towards the finale of season two which is very exciting so we got some very fun stuff on the near horizon and then we're going to be setting up season oh my three which is going to be a lot of fun because I have uh, I got plans guys it's going to be oh, a lot yeah. of fun so anyways Let's uh, hop into the episode, make some more magical moments. Let's do it. All right, so good morning, everybody. You have awoken after your beautiful fight with the Cyclops. You all have your rest and HP and spell slots back. Wonderful. Congratulations. I don't, yeah, you know, just you're, you're, I don't care about them. Anyways, (laughs) thanks. They're back. And then uh, (laughs) you're making all of the super uh, nerds out there angry. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, know. I just like cringe. I just don't I can't imagine, you know, like in the middle of a dungeon, we're investigating a haunted house and then we had a really hard fight. And then we said, hey, guys, start a fire and let's all take a nap, you know, and hope yeah. that the monster in the next room doesn't just like poke his head in here and eat us while we're sleeping. It's like, come on, just <laughs> keep going, you know, like and I get that, you know, stacking fights is part of the challenge of the dungeon and managing your resources. And that's all fine, but it doesn't work well for podcasts. True. So. We're just going to omit most of that. Anyways, you wake up, doing great. Uh, you're all a little bit beaten and bruised. Um, but Kendra brings in a little breakfast tray and says, hey, debates are today. Um, so you guys get yourself dressed. You get ready. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before you go to school? Uh, Kenny would like to crawl out of the ground. Oh, yeah. We ended last episode with oh, Kenny yeah. naked <laughs> in the same room with us. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Kenny was dead yeah. last night. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Kendra was like, uh, by the way, where's Kenny? Um, uh, <laughs> it just looks at everybody. Did you not see the fresh grave? Oh, oh, he died last night? What, did, what were you guys up uh, to? Some stuff. Care to elaborate? What kind of stuff got my son killed? We let's just say that he decided to try and take on a cyclops that happened to be in the woods not too far from here. Did a you know cyclops? There's a cyclops? My goodness, is it still no, out we there? Killed it. No, really? No, it, yeah, we 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 took care of it just barely. What? Uh, I'm. How did you? Ma- you defeat you beat a cyclops you guys did with kenny yeah well we did yeah, our best it was pretty rough i'm sure loads i'm sure loads of people can do it up here though i mean it's not not so easy for most and how did you find a cyclops what were you doing out there oh i don't know if you would believe us even if we told you <laughs> this is unforgiving yeah yeah hmm. i don't think you would so we're just going to play the boys will be boys card then, huh? Let's okay, how it is. fine. All right, fine. We, That's okay. I don't need to know. Uh, we followed Titus. You followed to his bachelor party? There was a cyclops at his bachelor well, party? It wasn't really a bachelor party. It was more of a spelunking sort of thing. In a cave? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, I'm not very familiar with spelunking, but I generally assume that it doesn't happen outside of a cave. Well, ah, we, we followed him because he we saw him when we left the house and he kind of was just walking down the street and then was like really suspiciously like turned left and bolted into the forest. So we kind of just followed him. And came up, and we all know that you know mailmen just don't go into the yeah, forest. It was kind of weird. You know, they they stay on the sidewalk. Uh, well, I mean, they, if the mailman looks like Ted Bundy, they probably go into the woods a lot. <laughs> you know, there's people that live in the woods. He's probably just delivering a letter. I just, I, I don't know where this story is well, going. Guys. So we followed him, uh, and he he got to a cave, and then uh, a guy dropped down and attacked him. And then uh, they fought, and then all of a sudden, it looked like he was dead. And then we confronted the guy who attacked him, and that guy was pretending like he was Kenny's dad. And then all of a sudden, I realized that Titus wasn't actually dead. He was faking it. And both of these guys were actually 
not who they said they were. They were some kind of succubus or demon or something, cockubus or something like that. And then uh, we confronted them about it and Titus about marrying you. And it was all super crazy. And then they teleported away and woke up a Cyclops to try and kill us. And so we fought the Cyclops and here we are. And you were too drunk last night to for us to wake you up. So, yeah, we, we we didn't want to interrupt anything that was going on between you and your bridesmaid. So, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I'm very curious to see how uh, hungover Heather Honeypot uh, <laughs> shows up at school today. I'm really looking forward to parts of this. Drunk gnomes, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, her 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 blood alcohol content is. Very low. Like, she doesn't have a lot of blood, so it doesn't take much to pump that ratio. Probably about a shot glass of beer would do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheap date. No. Um, pints? <laughs> yep. And, uh, and so she just kind of, like, nods her head and just like, okay, guys, that's pretty cool. See? Um, we told you you wouldn't well believe eat. us. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a fun story, guys. It's really good. Um Anyways, uh, so the debates are today, and um, yeah, get ready and get going. I would stop be thinking. I would uh, maybe think a little bit less about um, fun little stories and start thinking about what you want to do for the school and how you plan to improve it. There's a lot oh, of things that I think you guys. We've could got do a good this. We've got this. Politicians think of silly little stories all the time. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to do great. So, all right, get ready. We uh, we got to get rolling soon. So she walks out the door, closes it behind her. And steps and sees uh, a naked and very dirty Kenny standing <laughs> at her at her feet. Oh, hi, Kenny. Um, hi, mom. Uh, How are you, you today? Uh, good. I heard you died last night. What uh, what happened? I um, I got cut in half by a cyclops. Wow, so you really did fight a cyclops? Oh, uh, yeah. It, how did you know? Uh. The boys filled me in. Um, yeah, that's was it a, a real Cyclops? You guys fought a real Cyclops? Yeah. Yeah, wow. we followed Titus into the woods, and uh, we, I mean, we didn't go spelunking. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that our stories are I don't know who told rap- you that. Our, our <laughs> stories are <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so probably there was a guy there who... Who pretended to be dad. Mm. Yeah. And then he turned out to be not dad. And then they told the Cyclops to attack us. And that's how I died. Okay. Um, so, Kenny, I know that there's a lot of change going on. Um, but your dad's not around. Titus uh, does not. Oh, I know my Cyclops. dad's not around. Sure. Um, but... Listen, I know you like to play fun and make up stories and get into trouble and get in all sorts of little mischief, but uh, the debates are pretty serious. I think you can help your friends. And I personally don't love stories about Titus that you would say like this. Like, he's going to be your dad. I think you need to show some respect, and I think you need to give him a chance. Um, you know, I just, uh, yeah, you know, that's, I, I don't really know what else to say. But let's just try and be adults about this. Um, I know maturity is a lot to ask of you, but I uh, just, if you could just try for me, that would be great. Um, she gets dressed. Your, your vote of confidence. Yeah. I'll go put on uh, some pants. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Well, we're going to be leaving soon. So, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'll see you. I'll I'll see you downstairs. Okay. And she shuffles off downstairs. Uh, I feel like Hambino in the morning while waiting for Kenny to you know come alive. Um, I think he's going to finally you know start rooting through the um, the uh, Ring of the Lords uh, from nice. the first edition that we yep. found, and because he's got like he's he. he he has been mulling over some of the things that have just been happening just the, the first day of school since they've got there. And he's just like, he started realizing, wow, a lot of people were asking us the same sort of questions, you know? And so mm. he's starting to like look through the book, seeing if, you know, humans in the book actually poop fire, uh, <laughs> whether, whether or not they eat their young, um, you know, yep. you know, a, a lot of different, you know, char- characteristics like that. He's really wanting to kind of get a good gauge for what, you know, is so frightening about the humans in the book and that sort of thing. So he's just yeah. scanning for any information relatively useful that even could come in handy while in the debates. So, yep. Yeah. So, uh, as you're flipping through it, um, you know, you're, you're not, it's a long read. It's a very, very thick book. Um, and you guys have been pretty busy, but just as you're flipping through pages, uh, you're seeing kind of like uh, some things that do seem to parallel a little bit with Lord of the Rings, um, where you see that there's uh, this big bad guy and, you know, the Sauron of the story. And it seems like it is, there you go, you got yeah. the box set over there. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, you kind of read a little bit about the the villain of the story, the Sauron of the story, and he's a human. Uh, and you read a little bit farther and you get to, you know, there's these two little halflings and they're, they need to go and stop the bad guy and they make this whole fellowship. But in the fellowship, there's no humans uh, kind of in the way that in Lord of the Rings, there's no orcs in the fellowship. Like, okay, there's the one race that's missing and they're only seem to be aligned with the bad guys. And as you move on farther, you can see, you know, they're doing well, everything's doing great. And then the humans show up and they'll stab Kings in the back and they'll assassinate leaders and they set traps for them. And they're, you know, kind of they're exploiting different coal mines and they've you know wiped out, you know, like all these different things. Like it, you read it and you're just reading through the whole thing and just like, wow, like we are the orcs in this story. And Sauron is a human and there are no humans on the good guy's side. Hmm. And on and on it goes throughout the rest of the story like that. So you haven't quite gotten into any real major, like you haven't spent time with it to really understand the story at large, but it just kind of seems like in their version of Ring of the Lords, humans are the orcs and humans were Sauron and humans were Saruman and humans were not present in the fellowship that saved the day. Oof. All right. Uh, I think Nathan would turn to Mitch and ask him like, so, um, what, if you do become president, what's, what are your thoughts on, uh, like actually bettering the school? I love that's like like the campaign manager finally asking the president that that's like, what are we standing for? You know, okay, so what's what's actually your plan here? Before we hop on stage, just give me an idea of what you're. I thinking. support you because yeah. we're humans, but you're also like the yeah. most chaotic guy I know. <laughs> yeah, I just love it on the campaign trail too. The president has a plan. He's got a great plan. It's a really good plan. I can't wait to unveil his plan behind like you hop in the limo like. You do have a plan, yeah. right? I've been telling everybody you have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, first off, thank you. 
Uh, secondly, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, I would actually like to make things easier for us than more difficult sure, because course. but also like right what now about everybody else well that's what i mean everybody as a whole okay i want to be able to make it so that it's not necessarily more diverse but more accepting because i get that there's a lot of questions around humans being here and i'm tired of getting punched so yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense uh, so what's our policy? Like, do because we're coming up on the debates, we got to talk about this a little bit. I gotta if I'm gonna stand up in front of people to say something, or Hambino is, or Kenny is, then we gotta actually know what we're all talking about. I think the overall goal is just finding middle grounds where we can engage safely with people. And not have to worry about starting two world order wars or just general uh, human racism throughout the entire school based off of whatever. Okay. Um, so we're against racism. Well, yeah, I mean, I think kind of everybody is, except for maybe Snyder. Well, not necessarily. He's, but, uh, I think he's more scared of us than anything, because I think he's just, I mean, he's probably just worried about his dad, right? Yeah, but at the same rate, I know he's a dick. Would you say something also, like this school was safer before humans got here? It's, yeah, it's, not, like, kinda, well, it's not like we've walked right up to him and he's like, get out of here, Whitey. <laughs> Well, so I mean, speak talk- for yourself. As, I mean, as that's your talking, complexion. As they're talking about this, uh, Kenny walks in as he's kind of putting on, finishing putting on his shirt and stuff. And he's like, man, I know Cyclops have more ears than they do eyes, but they are not good listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kenny, they're not. Um, we that it was that thing almost killed me. <laughs> I know it killed you, but it almost killed yeah, but- me and I can't come back. Yeah, I still have a splitting headache. No, it almost it almost <laughs> killed me too. I'm amazed you just didn't that see it coming. With an eye that big. I also love. <laughs> I, I, I also love the. I also love the image of the person that is running our campaign, running in fear from from the face of danger. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Laughs in the face of a joke. Please, I think. <laughs> so, so you hear Kendra shouting from downstairs. Come on, boys, we gotta go. Okay. Uh, well, I guess then we're just against racism, and we want to integrate well into the school. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's this whole thing is an experiment. The whole thing is to try and make it work well for everybody, not just us. If that makes sense. As chaotic as I might like to be on a regular basis, there are certain things that I actually will take seriously, and this is yeah. one of them because, like well, I said, I'm tired of being Have we punched. also considered maybe just presenting to Snyder that, like, hey, here's the evidence of your dad trying to kill us. Let's be friends so that he's not racist against us anymore? Is that an option? If you want to go that route, you be my guest, buddy. I mean, I, I I know he's very actively against us and very pissed off, and I probably should have done this weeks ago. But I, it's just, 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe someone who's a little better with words should do that than me. Kind of I think it's pretty fair to say that out of everybody in our group, he hates me the most. And it's very mutual. <laughs> then maybe perhaps we should use that to our advantage during the debates. If we yes, can set I'm just saying, like, get him to show, if things uh, get any worse, color. I'm going to actually go out into the woods and find piles of bear poop to leave in his front door so that every time I can leave a note that says a bear did this. And it just fits. I think I think that's probably a good idea, especially considering that, you know, most of the people who will be voting for you um, saw you at the shenanigan games. And I mean, it would make sense for your platform. Your shenanigans are probably the your one of your biggest strengths. I know it's something I admire about you. Let's not forget shenanigan games works for clout. It's true. Yeah. We also so maybe maybe the platform is bear poop. I <laughs> I have be. an idea. <laughs> What's your idea? I'll go over it later. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we got to go out to the car. Let's Do it. Go. Do you have Take my word on it. <laughs> and let's yep. head downstairs. Yep. So you hop in the car, go walk with mom. But you don't hop in the car. You walk. That must have been Kendra. one long ass staircase. I'm telling yeah, you, man. right? I- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stairs in this house. Yeah, he lives in a, he lives in a lighthouse, and he's designed by a fitness it's just instructor on the inside. Hey. It's designed. The unforgiving household is a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you guys make it to school. You show up, uh, and the school day begins in the uh, in the gym. So you guys are all kind of pushed that way, and um, you know it's kind of set up similar to how it was uh, on the orientation day, very first day of school. Slow down, showdown. There's the stage is set up. Um, bleachers are all in there. Everyone's shuffling in to take their seats. And uh, Heather kind of waves at you. She's like, oh, over here, over here, over here. Waves you over. And um, and she's got uh, her glasses are tinted. And um, and you just see she's just kind of moving a little bit slower than usual. And she's like, come on, follow me, guys. We're going to go into the back over here. So she leads you to uh, one of the classrooms adjacent to the gym. And that's sort of like the pre-service area, the green room right now, the functional green room. Um, and it's uh, it's the alchemy classroom. And she says, all right, here you go. You can sit down, um, you know, talk with your fellow candidates if you'd like. And she gestures over and there's uh, Magnifico and Polypeptide as well as Marissa, Mayweather, or Marissa Dupree and Snyder Mayweather. Um, so they're all at the room. She says, yep, you guys talk it over, get ready, uh, decide on what you're going to say. And then, um, we'll head out in a minute. Well, shouldn't, shouldn't it just be Mitch and Tater in here? No, I mean, it's uh, all you guys are, are campaigning. So you all get a chance to kind of introduce yourself. Oh, um, okay. Yep. <laughs> and Nathan kind of turns awkwardly to Kenny and Hambino and like, all right, well, we're going to have to say something. So, yeah. Uh, then he. Sees, I suppose that's going to be the he case. He sees Marissa and Snyder, and just like awkwardly, like puts his head down and like walks over to the opposite side of the classroom and sits down. Magnifico rushes over to you. He's like, "What's up, dude? You guys ready to do this thing? It's going to be great." Um, 
Oh, By the way, like, what's the game plan right now? I know, like, I'm just going to be, like, backing you guys up. But, like, what should I say? I don't really know. I'm just, like, you know, I know I'm, like, super good times all day, every day. But I don't know really how to do that other than just, like, be myself. So um, I don't know how to do that as, like, a leader or if there's, like, like policies, very detailed type things. Um, I don't know them. So uh, what yeah, should I, mean, I say? reaches over, pats him on the shoulder, and goes, you know, man. This might be the time to use oh, that potion right. that I was telling you about. Yeah. It'll actually really enhance our chances of success. Yeah. We're going to get pumped oh, no. up. Oh, no. We are, no. going, to, <laughs> we are going to motivate ourselves. You're right. We're going, it's now or never. We're going to be <laughs> the best campaign group this school has ever seen. Yes, yes. Let's do this thing. So he just kind of keeps it in his hands. He's like, I'm just like, so pumped for this. This is a great idea. Uh, thank you, Hambino. This is going to be great. <laughs> no regrets. And uh, they, uh, you know, so Marissa, it's kind of like awkwardly looking over a couple times. It looks like she maybe wants to talk, but like she does not feel right walking away from Snyder. So then uh, Heather eventually comes back in the room and says, all right, guys, up on stage real quick. It's your time. Um, so gestures you all up. You guys all follow in line. Walk up on stage and um, and she gets up on the mic like "Hello, Bugbear, hi!" Kind of a mediocre applause <laughs> from everybody. Hi, uh, she's like, "Hey, well, um, I'm sorry, everyone. I actually have a bit of an announcement. Um, unfortunately, school is canceled today." What? What? Hubba 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 rhubarb rhubarb rhubarb, and uh, a couple of cheers. Yes, she's like, "Yeah." Um, <laughs> This is weird. Um, apparently, it was brought to our attention that uh, the Jello uh, that was in your lunch today has been tampered with, and that is not um, good. You know, we don't want anyone getting sick. We don't know what exactly was tampered with, and we don't know if anything else was tampered with. So, since we don't have anything to feed you, uh, we can't really have you for class today. So, we're going to have to dismiss you all. And from somewhere in the back of the room, you just hear, "It was Missy." She's like, oh, hang on. We're not. Um, she, I mean, she just brought it to our attention. We don't think it that it was her. We don't have any kind of evidence about that. And you just kind of hear this whoosh, whoosh, whispers like ripple their way through the entire crowd. It's like, no, she was just letting us know about it. There's no evidence to suggest that that any one person is responsible. We don't know any information. Whispers. whispers whoosh, whoosh. Uh, she said, OK, well, anyways, the, we're just looking into it for now. Uh, class is off and we'll just have to move the debates to next week. Uh, we'll have to work it into the schedule adjusting for the delays. But anyways, that's it. Um, I'm sorry, everyone, but uh, I guess go home and kind of like, yeah, you know, kids are kind of pumped about that for the most part. And people just kind of start in a confused way with a lot of mixed emotions to start shuffling out of the room. And, uh, you know, you're kind of like looking around the room. You look your way over back towards Snyder and he's just staring at you all from his side of the room um, or his side of the stage. He just stares at you and just kind of shakes his head. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of see all the chatter happening and everyone starts leaving. And Magnifico is sitting there as the vial is tipped <coughs> towards his lips. And as the first drop is about to drip into his mouth, it's like, oh. Next time, can I like? Again. There's something I want to do quick. Okay, is the mic still hot? Yep. She All right, walks so, away from it, but it looks like it's still hot. All right. How far away from this am I, generally speaking? 
couple steps. You could walk up right to it. All right. So Mitch's hair is going to literally grow out of his what? body, like off of his head, extraordinarily long, and just grab what the mic the quick. Heck? Oh. <laughs> and he's going to be like, hear that kind of like feedback. And like yeah. everyone's head turns to see hair in all directions. He'll just grab the mic and he'll be like, I know I have not had the best impression on most of you leading up to this point. But don't let that experience taint your view of other people, especially the humans that have come here in this group. Do not blame Missy for what has happened here. We don't know what caused it, and we will get to the bottom of it with help from the you people here at school, not just us. There's a level of trust that has to be earned. Just give points. us the opportunity to earn that trust. I'm tossing my battle cap for Mitch. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Going for it. Is this diplomacy or bluff? It sounds very honest. Oh, it's diplomacy. Okay. He's being honest in this moment. Good. This time. This time, yes. Yep. So this is bottle cap, so you got advantage. Oh, won't even need it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So first roll was a natural 20. Yeah. And the yeah, second nice. roll was a four. So. Perfect. Don't even need it. Yep. Well, thanks for the bottle cap anyway, Cody. Honestly, it could have been the other <laughs> so way. Yeah. Hey, I am not going to risk my brother. I'm not going to risk my brother's reputation on this moment. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't leave him out to dry like that. Truth. It stands up there. And why why the hair is my question. (laughs) Just because it's more convenient because he doesn't have to walk. (laughs) And and it's something new that he learned how to do. So it's cool. Okay. So with. Yeah, it's a witch hack called prehensile hair. Awesome. Yeah, why not? And we were looking around like. That's pretty sick, actually. Um, you know, most you know most people are like, okay, yeah, and they're kind of like, you know, people that were talking kind of stop talking and kind of self reflect for a moment. There's one kid in the back who goes, <laughs> <"Tick."> <laughs> and uh, every, <laughs> every, but everyone else what? seems pretty good. He said, "Don't like, don't let this accusation of Missy taint your view of us." Oh. And uh, <laughs> one guy in the back. I'm just, I'm just going to point to the guy who said that and give him a thumbs up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh and actually you get like a you get like a a mild you know like very mild applause for that kind of thing everyone kind of nods and just uh a lot of the chatter hushes as people yeah. finish exiting the room um, so as as that's kind of settled he'll just extend the invitation be like if anybody wants to help us with this just come see us after nice okay very nice classy move um very good so uh you guys uh yeah you finish up you know everyone walks out and uh and that's it for the day heather comes up she's like well, i'm sorry everyone i guess we'll just have to do this again soon um so go home and have some fun surprise day off well we don't really so, live here uh, so or we kind of live here at the school so uh oh right well great don't eat anything i guess we'll <laughs> I- <laughs> Kenny's house again. <laughs> uh, yes. Not, uh, let me help you figure that out. Just don't even think. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she's not banging on all cylinders yep. today. Nope. 
So uh, she she leaves, <laughs> and you guys are kind of left by yourselves, and um, and you know the day goes on. You have the day off. Uh, I would like to fast forward now a little bit. We're gonna let a week go by, as we recall. It's probably Wednesday right now, and it was Monday when uh, when Titus had proposed to Kendra, saying, "I can plan this wedding for us in a week." So here comes Saturday, and Saturday is oh wedding. Oh my gosh! Day. So my question for you, and he did make good on his promise, and he was making that happen. So with that in mind, is there anything you want to do before the wedding day? Oh gosh! I think. Uh, Hambino would, um, at some point, just go to a teacher and ask about a concubus. Ooh, nice! Sure. And just Which teacher. Um, I feel like the knowledge would... nature teacher. <laughs> the knowledge nature teacher. <laughs> Bonnie Evergreen. Mm-hmm. I think Nathan would join you for this because oh, he's also he wants to know as much as possible as well. Is yeah. Bonnie Evergreen the... She's the tree. tree the, the, the branch, branch man. Yeah. 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 Okay. She's the branch. She's the tree chair. So, so as <laughs> we're going, Kenny is definitely going to bring an invitation to the wedding. Yes. Ooh, okay. To give to her. I... Okay. I, like I think if there's anyway. also a... Because yep. uh, if it's a cocubus, which is a demon-type creature, I'd think uh, some form of divine teacher... So, a knowledge religion teacher, possibly. Uh, oh, interesting. Very yeah. interesting. So, probably hit, um, hit up two different teachers close, about this. The closest thing you have to knowledge religion here is Mallory yep, Moon. Of course. Uh, so, your plan is to visit Bonnie Evergreen and Mallory Moon? Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right, let's, let's do go. that. Who's going first? Let's go to, let's go to Bonnie Evergreen. Um, so, you head over to... Bonnie Evergreen, and she's sitting there in her class. You don't know which tree is hers in her very overforested classroom, <laughs> uh, but eventually you see her eyes kind of wrinkle their way open from one of the trees. Like, ah, that one's her. She goes, oh, hello again, students. What can I do for can I, you? Can I come in with a visual for her classroom? That's That would actually be pretty dope. <laughs> like, I know you said it's very forested. I feel like her yeah. classroom wasn't originally there wasn't even a part of the building here. She literally just like grew trees <laughs> as a portion, like an <laughs> yeah, extension of the building yes. and yeah. then like wooded the yeah. floor. So like, yeah, it's no construction. It's all it, just natural. It's just guided. Yes, nature. exactly. Uh, I feel like that sort of coaxed into becoming a yeah, classroom. That- <laughs> That's very good. That's pretty good. Love it. I like that. So you technically have to, the door is actually just a window. You have to crawl through to get into her yes. classroom. <laughs> 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 or an uh, exit, or the emergency yeah, exit. The gnomes are always late. The alarm goes off every time you go yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually half the reason she was hired is it lowered the construction bill. There you um, go. For, <laughs> she came with an extra classroom. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So just welcome. Um uh, but that's the problem. They re- realize that if if they fire her, that she takes the classroom with her. <laughs> <laughs> <That's, no. laughs> she got kind of tenure for that. So, anyways, uh, which is probably why she's not fired yet. True. <laughs> <That's her laughs> last time. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, fire fire would probably be pretty scary yep. for her. Probably she would be terrified. Oh my gosh. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, she walks in. And she's like, "What can I do for you?" So, first thing, Kenny. Um, reaches into his bag or one of his pockets and pulls out 
an invitation that he grabbed from home and um, sometime in the past week and walks up and says, well, we had we have had some questions for you, but we wanted to invite you. Well, I wanted to invite you to my mom's wedding. Um, oh. So uh, here's here's an invitation. Uh, we we haven't really inv- invited. Um, I I haven't really gotten to invite many people, but I I thought it'd be really special if you came. Uh, forgive me for asking, but who is your mother? She works at the school, Kendra. I don't- Sorry, the name doesn't ring a bell. I don't get out of this room very much. You see, I I am the room. <laughs> and she hasn't come to see me often, I'm afraid. So I don't know if it would be a- appropriate for me to go to her wedding. Why would I go to her wedding? Well, because you're invited. I, sure, I don't travel well. Um, I might be busy, but I don't well, know. I, you know, I, I heard through the... Grapevine. <laughs> no, no, that, I don't. I don't do grapes. Well, I didn't hear it through you. I, I heard it through the grapevine. That uh, well, the grapevine should you keep and dirty mouth shut. You're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, any, anyways, um, that you you and Titus, I told the grapevine a thousand times. Just because you're made of grapes and because you make wine does not give you any sort of special privileges. <laughs> wow, um, I I never thought about grapes or grapevines that way what before. What kind of but, fruit do um, you do? Well, I'm really big into nectarines. Oh, <laughs> very underrated fruits. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right, go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, Penny. Sorry. Well, <laughs> a- anyway, um, so Titus will be there. Oh, <laughs> I remember him. <laughs> so if you have any interest, you're invited. I did get quite a stern talking to you after yesterday's events. Um, roll a uh, <laughs> uh, persuasion. Or a, I guess this is kind of bluff or diplomacy. Anything in that realm? <laughs> um. Probably be diplomacy. Here. You're not lying to her, Probably. really. No, no, no. I'm just trying to talk her into it. Yeah, I mean, can I roll a bluff? Because he's pretty good at bluffing. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. You were invited is a bluff. That's not That's true. true. Well, yeah, I'm inviting her, but yeah, she wasn't invited by my mom, so there's a little bit <laughs> of deception did about. Not invite, so there's certainly yeah. deception involved. Yeah. Come on, buddy. So that is a uh, 22. Oh! Okay. Killer. Yeah. That's pretty great. All right. Uh, she says, well, if my old uh, friend Titus, my branch manager, after all, <laughs> I suppose I should support my newest employee. Very well. <laughs> and her hand kind of like rolls down and kind of grabs the paper out of your hand and says, I'll see you there, young oh. man. And just kind of starts looking longingly at the invitation. Uh, <laughs> there you go, and then actually, she, and then she realizes that it's his name is is it is Kendra and Titus cordially invite you to their wedding on blah blah blah. She's like that son of a bitch is getting married <laughs> <laughs> after the night we had. I will certainly be there now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so good. My seeds are being watered. <laughs> 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 just all right that's enough of you out of my class uh, and the fruit shall be harvested <laughs> uh, wait marvelous wait, all right so uh, then uh, before before we go um do you know what a cockybus is ass tight is <laughs> <laughs> she thought she was making a joke <laughs> <laughs> That's actually just a good thing to do. He, he'd know a lot yes, about yes, them. He's he one. Uh, <laughs> the cockubas, yeah, I'm afraid not. They're not natural creatures. They're something other, something more icky. Yeah, I'd say icky's a good word. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, icky's a good word. <laughs> Vulnerable's yeah. a good word. Vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right. Very well. And she starts like crumpling up the invitation. Um, so then uh, you scoot on over, and now you're going to look for Mallory Moon. So you catch her. Uh, she's she's dancing in the hallway. Perfect. But you know, again, everyone else has left. But she's just now that the school is empty and she's there in the halls. She's just kind of like doing very swaying, kind of hands up in the air, little skippy dances. She's kind of twirling her hand woven dress around, kind of side to so side. Good. Like, Hello, kitty superstar. That is what what you are. <laughs> She's got style. She's got the club. Uh, uh, um, Hello, Miss Miss Mallory Moon. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hello. Hi. Yeah, you interrupted my morning oh, meditation. Sorry. Oh, it's not a problem at all. You know, we we all have a big respect for your position. Of religious of re- religious viewpoints with Lady Sparkle Farts, yes, and uh, you know we we're we're coming before you quite unprecedented. Actually, I apologize for the intrusion. However, uh, we are wanting to find as much information as we can, and we would love your help. Mm. Of course, Lady Sparkle Farts gives me the strength I need to help anyone in their time of need. How may it be of service to you? Uh, well, we we really didn't know who else to turn to in this scenario, but mm. we uh we we've been coming across um a couple of mentions of a concubus, and we oh. we we wanted to know more about the creature, what its capabilities are, um even maybe what weaknesses it might have. Um, mm. I'm quite a uh, an obsessive um lore enthusiast and I, mm. I i i love documenting this information uh not only for myself but for my party especially after we graduate and uh and we go on our own adventures mm. very well well and where does the word cockubus come from that as a teacher i'm not allowed to tell you <laughs> <laughs> it seems about right <laughs> but that is Yes. You know, I'm kind of wondering if I should be telling you about them at all. Roll me a bluffer diplomacy on this one. Okay. I'm going to make you work for this information. All right. Uh, well, it's not anything spectacular, but we'll see what happens. Can you roll the 17? Oh! I rolled an 18. Hey! I will not look at that. Okay. So, <laughs> you don't need to. Uh, so she says, she says, ah, it seems as the Lady Sparkle Farts has piqued your curiosity. Yes, the cockubus. 
it's a nasty name. I don't know what weirdo came up with that one. <laughs> <laughs> My other option, by the way, was addictiveness. Hey. <laughs> I think I think cockybus just kind of it 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 pairs but be- it mirrors better with yes. succubus. But anyways, yes. so uh, she says, um, um, yes, the cockybus it, it it feeds off of romantic energy. Uh, and it is sustained by it. It can actually go without food if it chooses and be sustained entirely by romantic energy, I'll call it. Um, the succubus, however, while it's very charming and very influential, um, it has a way of becoming very defensive if it's, if it is, uh, if it, how do I say it? If its connection and its hold on its mark is threatened. So if perhaps there was a reason why uh, the his prey were losing, if he was losing his grasp over his prey, he would likely become hostile and defensive. So be very careful coming between the concubus and his mark. Uh, they also very much suffer from the sin of pride where if he feels like um, he is being belittled or demeaned or lessened or that his his social influence is in jeopardy, they can become quite hostile. So just be careful. You don't want to get bit or in any trouble. And luckily, there are no concubuses around here. We've <laughs> never seen one in this part of Mythos. So I'm sure you'll be just we- fine. But... That's such wonderful curiosity. Here, take one of these. And she takes a gold star out of her pocket and kind of just sticks it on your forehead. One for you. One for you. One for you. And one for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Puts one on all of your foreheads. Um, yep. Would there be a particular way to break the uh, connection between its uh, victim and, uh, and, uh, and itself? Well, it would take powerful magics to do so, to dispel it or break it or some sort of charm effect. And, or it would have like, to be a bet. Like familial mm. love? Um, that's more of like a metaphorical magic. I'm talking like the real <laughs> stuff. Do you, uh, like, do you by chance yeah. know what spell that would be that we would have to use to break that enchantment? I don't. Um but there are spells that can do it to dispel magic um, or break enchantment spells, I believe. Do you know exist? where we could get our hands on I a don't scroll and break enchantment or dispel magic? Those aren't your everyday items. We don't have them here at the school. But the other thing is just if the, the concubus just decides that he's given up or is no longer interested, then he'll just stop trying, I suppose. Hmm. Interesting. So unless the concubus chooses to break the spell, it must be broken through magical means. Can, can you cast dispel magic? No, I'm afraid that is one I cannot cast. Okay, no worries. Thank you so much for the information. You're very welcome. <clears throat> Lady um, Sparkle uh, be with you all. She throws a handful of glitter over everybody. <laughs> and, the, and you see Swiffer down the hall. <laughs> just like sweeping and he sees that happen. He just like... 
slumps and throws his head back and just looks up at the ceiling. Uh, so good. He's probably was just been following like, her. Yeah, was that like a, a was that like a, a sigh of like throwing back his head in regret, or was that like a pleasurable? Like, <laughs> oh, glitter! Oh, God! Take me all afternoon. <laughs> That'll never come out. I'm gonna be here all day. I forgot day. these guys love sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that. <laughs> pleasure, fully pleasure. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you know how long it takes to sweep glitter on a carpet? Oh, it's good. <laughs> We're slightly, we, we've slightly tipped the scale in our favor with our reputation Perfect. of Swiffer. <laughs> there you go. Well, at least Mallory has. So uh, I, I'd like to go. go. That's and uh, if, if the principal's still here, if Principal Howitzer is here, I'd like to chat with him for one second. He gone. Dang baby. it. All right. Actually, let's see. I'll give you luck. He gone, right. baby. That's okay. <laughs> nope. I like sneak past his office yep. and look in and he's gone. Ah. It's a day off. Odds, are he'll, odds are he'll be at the Mallory. wedding. Yeah, he might be. It'd be really nice yeah, if we, we can confront uh, Titus. Although that would be a very awkward wedding for him, considering he went on a couple <laughs> dates with her. That is true. Oh, I forgot that about that. <laughs> no, probably yeah. is not and we know what happened to the last guy that went on a couple dates hey. <laughs> yeah all right yep so uh so time moves on days go by you're thinking you're prepping you're planning uh kendra is almost nowhere to be found throughout the week because she's planning and going and doing cake testings and trying to find a dress and all those things and eventually the day comes you wake up kendra is already up and out before you guys wake up you head to the uh the venue, it's a small place. Can you know where it is? Um, it's a—it's kind of a cottage, sort of a farm property. There's a big barn in there. And then there's an outdoor little patio where they have chairs set up and a little ceremony arch. And uh, there's two other small cottages there. As you walk up, it's actually you in see Wisconsin. The, hey, there you go. It's, it's in Wisconsin. You travel yeah. from Mythos back to Destination Earth. wedding. So you can go to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you're walking in... Uh, you see a, a kind of a, a, a flag banner over the top of the dirt dirt road that leads into the venue, and it's it reads the Brasswood Banquets. Uh, so you walk through into Brasswood Banquets, and as you guys are getting close, uh, from up out of the ground in front of you guys, a ghost just rises Whoa. up in the spiritual form and just kind of hovers there, eyes glowing white. And then kind of centers its eyes on all of you and everyone kind of like it feels like the rest of the world goes dark when you're in a certain radius of it. And its head kind of like lowers and it reaches into its kind of ethereal cloak and pulls out a clipboard and says, uh, name Uh, Nathan Miller. (laughs) Who do we have here? Okay, Nathan. Uh, Gotcha. Everybody else. Uh, And Kenny, the undecided, the third. Oh, you're the ring bearer. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay, good. I'm going to come and find you when it's time for the event. Um, and then uh, you two on the list, on the list. You can okay, try. good. Sorry, just making sure you guys are on the list for this. Um, let me introduce myself. My name is Agnes Hoff. Uh, I am a ghost. Don't be disturbed by my spiritual form. Um, I am the venue coordinator here. I am uh, eternally bound to the Brasswood Banquets. So... Um, 
I just kind of keep an eye on everything, uh, trying to organize all the details on behalf of the Brasswood Banquets. How, and um, how yes. did you die? Uh, stress, heart attack, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've ever uh, coordinated a wedding before, but they're complicated. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I'm guessing, I, I'm guessing that that was probably also your unfinished business, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it this Not wedding you that. had to coordinate? That you died and then you no, 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 no. back? Continuing? You died yesterday <laughs> from stress. You <laughs> came back as a ghost today to finish <laughs> the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I told them... I told them to come back uh, after their wedding day so that I can rest in peace. But then there's their honeymoon, and that's going to be another couple weeks. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she says um, she they get says, divorced uh, right when they come back. It's never resolved. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yep, so, <laughs> so she says, uh, yeah, no, died of stress, heart attack, uh, a lot of things going wrong. The thing is, I just wanted to be a great wedding planner. And I always said that I just wanted to have... I mean, even when I was alive, I was doing weddings for a long time. I mean, years and years and years. And I just wanted one wedding to go without a, a flaw. I just wanted one wedding to go perfect where nothing went wrong and everything happened on schedule. And um, and that hasn't happened yet. So I think I'm eternally bound to this place until one <laughs> wedding goes off without a hitch. Uh, then I can finally be released into the afterlife. But for now, uh, I'm just here to help out and keep myself busy uh, eternally bound to the earth. So please do me a favor. If you have any chance to help things go smoothly, I would love to pass on from this world. So, uh, you know, just, uh, be cool and help out if you see something wrong. How has this one gone so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. Right now, um, we've got, uh, over there, we've got the Rose Cottage. Uh, so the bride was here on time uh, with her maid of honor, and they've just been getting ready. Everything's fine. Uh, the photographer's here. Um, so, you know, that's great. The uh, the wedding planner is here, the one that was hired by the groom. Um, he's a little eccentric, but he's he's doing fine, I guess. So that's, that's fine. I don't mind difficult weddings. I just want them all to go correctly. Um, and then over at the Salt Lodge, the groom's here with his, his, uh, his, his groomsmen and and uh, yeah, so far so good. It looks like food's on time, chairs are set up, and everything's everything's doing pretty good. Um, roll perception checks, everybody. Right. Ooh, perception. <laughs> oh yeah. I like Nathan's perception. He's very good at it. I got a twenty-two. Okay. Good. <laughs> can, he roll, can, can he roll a fifteen? Uh, nice. Twenty-two. Nice. Twenty-three so, for Mitch. Love it. Oh. And Cody? And Tambino looking at it. I'm pulling that up. Sorry, fellas. Um, right. You said it was perception? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a 23. Nice. nice. Killer. So, yeah, everyone Dang. crushes it. I was waiting for a low roll for Hambino. I'm going to be like, he's just wondering where her feet are. Floating <laughs> <laughs> there. So, so, anyway, so you guys all notice as she's floating there through her corporeal form, you see that there is a. Um, there is a a gun. There's just a Glock in her chest uh, oh. that's just like stuck into her, the middle of her body, just floating there. Um, but that's that's just in there. Uh, excuse me. What? Excuse me. Um. Mm-hmm. Why is there a gun in you? 
Oh, yeah, that. Um, yeah, once uh, you know the portal opened up, uh, I had this connection who said he can get me um, means of self-defense because things get a little rowdy around here sometimes. I uh, got my concealed carry. I used to keep that on my person just in case anything went, went south. We've had some real real rough weddings around here. And uh, when I died, it just kind of got stuck in there, and I don't know how to get oh. it out. So, uh, So I guess it's just there until I move on. Uh, and then I guess if I ever move on, then, uh, you know what? You can have it. I don't care that you're kids. I'm dead. I have very, very little responsibilities to the living right can now. I, so try to anyways, get it out that's it. Do you mind? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Go for it. Uh, oh you're asking her. Can I try and get I'm it out? Try and use, <laughs> hey, knock yourself out, kid. Mage hand and reach in using mage <laughs> hand to try and snatch it out of there. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. Just, so just flat D20, D20 plus, D20 plus dex. Yeah. Oh, plus sitting on a seven. Wait, one sec. Yep. That's a, a oh, can I cast something on uh, Nathan quick? That's an uh, no, we're past it. We're past nah, it. Okay. So you roll that. Roll the 11, and she just goes, oh, and just slaps you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Back of the head. Her hand because actually I guess I should roll a, a, a touch a attack fifty percent. Okay, so she's still ethereal as her hand slaps you. It just goes through your head. It's like, hey, easy oh, on sorry, the hands, all sorry. right? It's not coming out. Sorry. Okay, you're not the first person to try I just this. Figured so I try to polite, help. Okay, I know a little magic. Nope. It's look. Hey, you're not the first person to try and get this thing out of here. It's not going anywhere. I think it's attached to my mortal soul. Um, oh, I, so... I don't have any problem being the second. <laughs> No, no, that's enough. <laughs> Once is enough, thank you. Um, anyways, look, I've got some more guests coming. I got to get back to work, but please just help me out here, okay? Help this thing go good, and then I can move on. That's all I'm asking, all right? Enjoy the wedding. Have a lovely time. Let me know if you need anything. Uh, and just as it starts greeting the next person. Um, so that's it. That's Agnes Hoff, the ghost venue coordinator. Wow, okay. Agnes Hoff. <laughs> I just love... <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. I think she's great because I also could see that being my wife yep. in an, in another yep. fantasy world. If Natalie were an NPC in Mythos, she'd she'd likely be either Heather Honeypot or Agnes. That makes Hop. sense. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she's a little too healthy to die of stress, but I'm just it's just pretty great. I love uh, administrators. I love it. Um, anyways. <laughs> So you guys are walking in. Uh, so as you are in there, you um, you walk through. It's pretty beautiful. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice thing. It's not like the crazy nicest wedding you've ever seen. It looks a little bit uh, rural. Um, you know, it looks like this is also an active um, you know place where they do actually raise some animals. They have actual crops that they grow on site. Um, I'm basing this off of a place that does exist because I was a wedding videographer for like 10 years. So I've seen a lot of wedding venues. So, so is, there like, is there like a little panel on the side, you know, with like a little, like a little, you know, crew that says like Daniel D. Scry imagery. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The video team is there and they are. Yeah. It. yeah it's yeah. actually you. You've got a gig out in Mythos. Yeah, it is Daniel D. Video, and uh, Daniel Hochstetter is over there filming their wedding video. He's got the best equipment, and he's just chatting it up with all the guests. They love him. Awesome. He's right on time. He's getting some sick B-roll, you know, getting some real good parallax motion, just gliding left to right. Uh, you know, he's already gotten the drone out there. Really great stuff. Combining multiple axes of movement to create depth in the shot. It's really Nathan going is great. fascinated by so, the drone um, and is like 100% looking yeah. over his shoulder while he navigates it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. As he should I feel like be. Nathan and Danny um, would really so, get along. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, we have reason to believe that would be the case. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> anyway, so you guys walk in there, and there's you know there's a big barn in the center, which looks like that's where the reception's at. And inside there are um, there's right now a cocktail hour going on inside. So inside <laughs> the barn. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> there's a, a cocktail <laughs> tail hour. Um, yeah, there's a cocktail hour going on inside with drinks and fancy appetizers. There's little goblins that look like they are um, the wait staff. So they're walking around with little suits yes. and ties. Their wispy little kind of like patchy hair is all combed <laughs> over and kind of stuck to the top of their head. Love it. Um, you know, they're big football heads and tiny bodies as they're all kind of shuffling around holding trays that are as big as their, their heads. Um, and like Did lifting Dominic it up Fiasto and get, you know, like, like a evening yep. job on the side doing this. <laughs> <laughs> sure, John. Dominic Dominic Fiasco's walking around me like smoked gouda and pear tostadas. <laughs> like, yeah, we, those we look be, really good, but we why can't be the, the only students doing a side. Oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> what about Wesley Scoops? He's, he's, you know, he's Is got, he here? <laughs> He's got a hookup. Dang, he's not there now. The uh, yeah, but the uh, but yeah, he's in there. <laughs> like, why the evil laughter? These actually look pretty great. No reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Thank you, Dominic. Uh, he keeps coming back with full trays. Like, guys, I don't know why they don't want these. <laughs> goes into the kitchen, goes out with another thing. You know, same story every time. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, they're walking around, they're handing out food. There's a kitchen, uh, that Dominic keeps walking in and out of along with the other goblins, which look like they're preparing the food in there. Uh, there's the bar where, you know, there's a small line of people. People keep coming up, make them a drink, hand them off. Uh, there's a tower of champagne glasses in the middle, which looks like that's for later. You know, the types where they're just this giant three-dimensional pyramid of champagne glasses stacked on top of each other. Um, that's a little tempting. A little bit. <laughs> there's a... There's a table with, and then there's like a buffet table of appetizers that has a table with fondue on it and little finger sandwiches. Uh, and then it looks like just out the back of the barn, they're setting up chairs and they have this whole wreath and arch set up with flowers all over it. Uh, that looks like that's where the ceremony is going to be held. Um, you know, as as Agnes Hoff already pointed out to the left, there's the salt lodge where the groom is getting ready. It looks more like a log cabin. And on the right side, which looks a little bit more like a Disney cottage, there's the Rose Cottage. And that is where the bride maid of honor are getting ready. So you are here. The stage is set. The players are on the field. This wedding is going to be happening in like an hour. And it's up to you to stop it. However, oh, you gosh. choose to do so. Welcome to the Sandbox, <laughs> lady. We're Wedding yes. Crashers. Been a Woo. while since we've been in the Sandbox. I need to go watch oh, a yeah. movie, The Wedding Crashers. <laughs> yep. Don't get sand in your pants. Thank you for listening to Bugbear High. This show is brought to you by myself as our Game Master, Danny Hockstetter, John Barlow as Nathan Miller, Cody Martin as Frederick Hambino, Chad Martin as Mitch Yeager, Morgan Green as Missy Mattel, and Kenny Haas as Kenny the Undecided. Our theme song is As Long As We're Together by Kenny Haas. Our editor is Cody Martin, and our cover art was created by Ashley Newell. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and then share us with your friends. You can support this show on Patreon to gain access to exclusive content and help us continue to make stuff like this. You can also connect with us on Instagram using our handle at bugbearhigh. Our episodes release every other Monday, so we'll see you in two weeks. Until next time, go Bugbears. Bugbears.